0: Hi, my name is Josh Strauss, my hometown is Bethesda, Maryland, but before I go into the specific demographics of my city, I want to put you, the listener, in the mind of my fictional character I have created named Carlos. Carlos has lived in Bethesda, Maryland for his entire life. He's a second generation immigrant and his parents have done their best in supporting him as he grew up, but he still felt slight feelings of resentment at the fact that they were often working long hours and did not spend lots of time with Carlos. But his troubles don't stop there. Even though I went to the same high school that he attended called Walt Whitman, we had completely opposite lived experiences. As if he didn't already stand out enough with his darker skin tone and slight Hispanic accent, the kids at school had nicknamed their high school Walt Whitman, exemplifying the extreme lack of diversity at the school. Carlos also felt different at the school because of the things he excelled at. Carlos always hated the subjects in school like English and reading, not necessarily because he didn't like the topics he was writing about or reading about, but because his parents had always simply preferred to use their words rather than a pencil, which he agreed was much easier. Carlos eventually learned to live life this way. He learned to not expect to be able to engage in the same type of processes that his white peers were engaging in. Over time, he began to buy into this crazy idea that he was the outsider doing something wrong, not able to adapt to the environment of Bethesda around him. Despite all of these setbacks, Carlos has always had an incredible work ethic and is extremely personable. About 15 years pass. Carlos is now settling down back in Bethesda with his beautiful wife and they have a three-year-old daughter together. Ever since he left high school, Carlos has vowed to himself that he would not be the same parent as his own parents and that things would be different. Like any parent, Carlos goes through struggles of parenting and eventually gets to a level of frustration where he seeks outside help in parenting. Carlos does not know where even to start looking at this point. Usually if he needs any advice or recommendations for something like this, he would just ask his friends he plays soccer with but Carlos wouldn't even dream of revealing his parenting troubles to his friends in fear of being seen as a bad father. Carlos has always thought he would be a perfect father and will do anything to make this stay true. Now, Carlos must go to his second, far less preferable method of searching for parenting resources on the internet. Okay, let's check out the available resources. So we go into uh, the Family Therapy Center of Bethesda's front page. And the first thing we see are seven total sections dividing up the different helpful resources. And would you like to know what six out of the seven sections consist of? Books. Just a list of books, that's right. They only have one single section to account for resources that involve in-person interaction or spoken learning. Click on some of the other search results and you find very similar examples of culturally insensitive interventions. Even if one of the interventions are actually constructed in a culturally responsive way, it is still extremely unlikely that the method of communicating the existence of that intervention will be culturally responsive itself. I spoke with three of my hometown friends from Bethesda, Maryland, who identify with the Latinx community about their preferences with reading and writing versus listening and talking in order to gain some insider info on people, people who are similar to Carlos' background. When asked which they prefer, they all said that they preferred listening and talking when receiving or giving information. Whether this is a universal tendency or something specific to the Latinx community, we don't know necessarily because of the small sample size. One of the things that we do know for sure from past research is that the Latinx community actually does err heavily on the side of verbal passing of information through narratives rather than the written passing of information of books. If the people in the Latinx community would rather receive their information about how to become a better father in the form of a story or a conversation, rather than a dense book in a language that isn't even their first, who are we to tell them how to go about getting better? According to the US Census, the Latinx population accounts for only 8.8% of Bethesda's population, compared to 81.6% for whites alone. This makes it even more difficult for Latinx fathers to overcome these cultural barriers as basically four out of five people around them belong to the dominant majority race, reaping the benefits of white privilege. While the target population of these interventions would be the fathers, implications of these interventions have generations and generations of impact on the future. While Latinx fathers would definitely have their lives improved because of these interventions, the true benefactor would be their kids, their kids' kids, and so on. Adding the culturally responsive interventions for Latinx fathers will effectively change the trajectories of so many lives, both in the present and future, making this social issue one to care about right now.